What's going on, everybody? Thank you for tuning back into Murder Avenue. As always, I'm your host, Patrick Michael, and today's episode is going to be completely different than anything else we've ever done, ever. Now, I try to implement as much humor as I can within the show, and truth be told, that is my favorite thing. I like to, I like comedy. I've always loved comedy. It's my number one joy. And what has happened over the last few months is I've recorded myself telling jokes into a microphone and adding some funny music, but I don't add fake laughs, okay? And what this episode is, it's like, it's going to be like 40 minutes of me telling jokes to you guys. Now, I wanted to share this with you because it's not often that people get, especially now, considering the coronavirus, there's no way to go out and perform jokes. There's no way to see jokes. So I figured, you know what, let's go ahead and release these to the people, to the fans, to those that actually enjoy Murder Avenue. And you guys can, you guys can laugh along. You can insert the laughs where you think they should be. Because I sure didn't. Because also I have no idea. But sharing this comedy with you is only one of the things that's going to be a part of this episode. You're going to get jokes. You're going to get the possibility of laughter. And then at the end, I'm going to show you another skill that I have. And hey, we'll see how it goes. But either way, thank you guys so much for taking a chance and listening to this episode. If you do enjoy it, please follow me on all social media. That's TikTok, Twitter, Instagram, and YouTube at Glitch Fredberg. I'll put links to the video versions of these uh, stand-ups, stand-up acts as well as the actual music video featuring the song that I covered at the end of the music video, at the end of the podcast, excuse me. Either way, <laughs> hopefully you enjoy, hopefully you're staying safe. Uh, but this is the first uh, 13 minutes of stand-up jokes that I did probably about four months ago. Check one, two. Hello, hello, hello. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome... Your comedian of the night, Patrick Michael. Hey, what's going on, everybody? Thank you so much for coming out. This is uh, this what we do. Uh, my name is Patrick Michael, and without even telling you, I, you could probably assume that I'm Irish. Just look at me. That's right. I look like a leprechaun. And I can't tell you how many times in my life somebody's been like, you should try out to be the leprechaun mascot for the Notre Dame football team. And I'm like, okay, dad, thanks, goodbye. I suppose the better joke would have been, hey, what's up, guys? My name's Patrick Michael, and without even looking at me, you could probably tell I'm Chinese. I don't know. Okay. But uh, being Irish actually does mean two things. You're going to be very good at drinking. And you're also going to have a small penis. And all of this is true. And it cannot be fixed. So please love me. I actually don't drink though. And uh, being Irish and also looking like me, super Irish, not drinking is like being a dog that doesn't say hello by sniffing an asshole. I mean, I'm missing a key part of who I am. I should die. Having a name like Patrick as a kid 
I got a lot of weird names growing up. Hey, Patrick Ewing, Patrick Swayze, Fuckhead, Fatboy. And you know what? I still don't even know why Grandma was so mad. Uh, my family is nuts, though. Everybody says that, but I have a cousin that committed arson before he was 14. I also used to own a pet raccoon, and not one that I bought at a pet shop. It was just in the wild. I also have an aunt that used to, or still does, practice Wiccan. <laughs> That's right, she thinks she's a witch. There is no punchline to this. I'm just letting you know how cool I am. Speaking of being cool, drugs are very weird. Because when you think about it, some of the most enjoyable moments when you are high is when you're pretending you're sober. Like, hey guys, let's, let's all go to Walmart, man. We'll look normal around all those midnight savages. It's because everyone after midnight at Walmart looks like a monster. I actually haven't uh, done alcohol or drugs in about six years, but I recently went to a party for the first time, and I found out I can't do drugs anymore. I threw up in my own hands and then just put it in my own pocket. My four-year-old niece was pissed. I'm so tired of seeing all these famous gingers, you know? Ed Sheeran, Canelo Alvarez, Andrew Santino, Louis C.K., well, Pippi Longstocking, Alf. I mean, the list can go on. It's like, should I just give up now? Because the competition for weird redheaded people is fierce. Fire crotches everywhere. Speaking of fire crotches, animals are weird. But seeing animals have sex has always been super weird. But can we agree it'd be much weirder if they gave each other oral? I mean, could you imagine being on a safari-guided tour and you just come around the corner and you see a lion sucking another lion's dick or eating puss? I mean, wow. I don't know what that is, but it's special. And I'll tell you this. That would definitely change going to a zoo for children. Whole different experience then. Speaking of children, are Cabbage Patch kids made of cabbage? Or are they just children that have been abandoned in a cabbage patch on some farm? I really just think they name them this to make cabbage look more worthy of digestion. Because before these plant dolls, cabbage had a bad rap. And now you're like, okay, I'll have some. They made babies or something. And kids are the future. Praise the Lord. I went to elementary school with a kid that had a skin like a reptile. And no, it wasn't the X-Men school or college or whatever it is. But Ronnie the Reptile, who actually preferred if we called him Ron, probably just had real dry skin. And back then, nobody knew how to take care of that. Especially his mother. But I do hope he's doing well today. Praise Jesus. You know, speaking of uh, Ronnie the Reptile, I hate being asked what kind of superpower I'd like to have. Obviously, laser eyes. But the real question is, if you had a superpower, would you do good or evil? Because your boy would definitely be trying out on the Evil's JV team. I'd be one of those, come sway me to your team types. And let's be honest, if supervillains fail at any one thing, it's organization.
So maybe your boy knocks it out of the park for Team Evil, and we finally take home a W for once, huh? Besides, the villains always dress way better, and I'm all about presentation. I mean, Stone Cold Steve Austin didn't enter the ring to Fallout Boy for a reason, folks. Team Evil just needs a good manager, someone behind the scenes, handling emails and etc. But maybe that's actually what sways most of them to the good side. Organization. But being on Team Good is just like a 9 to 5. It's regulated and uneventful most days. I'd be like a hot-headed rookie cop who was assigned a desk job, when really, I just want to be in the field, abusing my power. Man, just thinking about all this makes me feel that much closer to Darth Vader. These choices will break a man. My friend actually traded a car for a case of beer. Well, he traded. He gave a guy some beer for a car, and it's a working car, and he got it for a case of beer. Do you understand? He gave a guy 24 cold beers, probably warm, like, like room temperature beers, he gave them to him for a car, and it works. And he tried to get me to ride in his murder car. But I'll tell you what, I don't want my prince anywhere near this kill, Mobile. Because if someone's trading a car for a case of beer, things have happened in that car. Okay, now these are just some one-liner jokes, short jokes, whatever you want to call them. Really no place for them in the set. But here we are. Did black paper come before the white crayon? I think Simba knew his dad was going to die way before it happened. He sang a song about it. I just can't wait to be king. And that is the only time you'll hear me do that. Uh, my sister wanted to be an interior decorator before she decorated her room with her brain matter that Saturday night. Just kidding. I don't even have a sister. Anymore. Got arrested for weed the other day. Turns out that happens because I like to mix my weed with my crack. My grandpa was one of the funniest people I knew when he was alive. Now that he's dead, he's became even funnier by haunting me these 13 years. Nothing funnier than turning a corner and just seeing dead grandpa standing there. I get a hobby, homeboy. Am I a drug dealer if I give my Christian science friend Benadryl? My grandfather built his house from the ground up. It is now owned by some random family. They have the house and all of my childhood memories, you motherfuckers. You know, I actually don't think it was that big of a deal when Ozzy Osbourne bit the head off of that bat. Where I'm from, people did weirder shit than that daily. They just weren't in front of a crowd. They were just trying to feed the family. What do you call a tornado that stops spinning? Disgusting. And that is a beautiful joke, you're welcome. Uh, I actually had a few friends die in car accidents, but is it an accident if he's going 80 through back roads with hills and trees? Sounds more like a choice. He accidentally hit the tree, but he did choose to go 80. And that vehicle 
is just doing what is told, Daddy. R.I.P. Devin. Nature is a beast. But truth be told, trees are taking lives here. Where's that movement? Trees are out here killing people, and nobody cares. Y'all need to get your school on some more. Trees are murderers. You know, people give cocaine a lot of hell. But can we at least acknowledge all the great art we've gotten from it? I mean, the list is massive. I don't even, I shouldn't even have to go on. You just, as I said it, you just started thinking of all the, I know. So I always wish my dad was more into sports. So maybe we'll, we would have had a catch or two. But he just likes heroin too much. There's only one place in the world that offers free sex where people actually pay to avoid it. Prison. And what a deal. Some say the NBA, ABA, Lifetime TV deal was the greatest deal of all time. But I actually think it's the deal of paying one honey bun a week to avoid sharing a shower with Big Gary. I mean, that's a 95 cent deal I'm taking every time. 95 cents to keep my insides normal? Yes, please. Hey, here's your honey bun. See you next week, Gare. So speaking of prison, I know sex talk is kind of taboo, but I know we've all watched porn. Uh, I mean, if you haven't, like, like get on that. I mean, it's like super easy now. Uh, plus, you can kind of learn a lot. But that is if you can pay attention with your dick in your hand. But uh, some of these porns have gotten crazy with their like movie style plots. Like, dude's at a bar and two lonely milfs. Fuck him. I mean, has that ever happened? Or what about the nurse at the hospital? First of all, I haven't seen any nurse dressed like this since 1922. I mean, come on guys, when's the last time you saw a nurse in a hat? And it's not even a good hat. It's like a, it's like a, just a, a folded piece of paper thing. But also, who writes these porn stories? I feel like it's only a matter of time before you put one of these, put on one of these love wrestling films, and it starts with based on a true story. Speaking of true stories, I actually found out the hard way my aunt had a miscarriage. Uh, we were at a family reunion, and she passed some horrible smelling gas, like the worst ever. And yeah, she's that type of person. A grown woman that still thinks farting in front of people is hilarious. Farting in front of people and like food. Anyways, uh, knowing her humor, I had to say something, so I was like, smells like something died inside of you. And she stopped laughing and started crying. She was in the bathroom for like 20 minutes or so, crying her eyes out, and I felt awful, of course. But I think I felt worse for my cousin who just found out that they should have had a brother. Just kidding, guys. I don't have a cousin. Obviously. Don't think I'll be going to any family reunions anytime soon. But that has been my time, you guys. Thank you so much. This is my new set. Hopefully you enjoy it. Love you. I've been Patrick Michael. Follow me on Instagram at Patrick Michael Comedy. Okay, guys, so like I said, that is only 13 minutes. That's just the first 
that's the first set that I did as far as just an album without an audience. But what I did differently in the first 13 minutes is I actually chopped the music to better imply where the laughter should go. And in the next 20, 23 minutes, 19 minutes, give or take, I didn't do that. I simply just flowed through the jokes and put music in it and left it as it is. So enjoy. Like I said, all of these are, are available on YouTube. And I'm going to put links to these videos in the episode description. Don't forget to click it. And follow the Instagram, Twitter, TikTok, YouTube, at Glitch Fredberg. That's G-L-I-T-C-H-F-R-E-D-B-E-R-G. Link in the episode description. guys i think it's about time we start acknowledging how good it is being a ginger it's so good anybody who has had had red hair their whole life we know how good it is it's so good we get all the benefits of of being a human and, and people love us because we're different no all of these things are lies people hate us and i don't know why but if i can say who i hate it's simply a ginger who also fears clowns it's like, if you never looked in the mirror, Pennywise, that's your doppelganger. What you doing? You're not... And it also makes me think that they possibly came up with the idea of a clown because some random guy was walking down the street and saw a ginger and was like, that's a fucking weird-looking thing. I bet if I wore a polka dot suit, I could have all the children laughing. Even though that thing looks like a monster, <laughs> I feel there's a way to make it funny. But there is this other group of gingers as well, and they're not really gingers, they're just redheads, and they have what I like to call, what I like to call them is bottle gingers, which is simply a way of saying they dye their hair redhead. They become redheads because they bleach their hair. They color their hair, okay? And they get all the benefits of being a redhead, but they don't have to deal with freckles? Sunburns? And they can win a game of hide-and-seek. Because if I can be honest with myself, I don't think I've ever won a game of hide-and-seek day or night. Because you can see me. Hard to hide when you glow. But speaking of gingers, it's hard for me to say, oh, this is, there's a famous ginger over here. Let's, let's befriend him. Because is there a ginger Illuminati? Is, there, is Ron Howard the leader? Are we all going to meetings once a year so we can decide how long we're allowed to be outside? And right now we're dealing with the coronavirus. We can't go outside. You know the people that are fondest of this? Gingers. Why? No sun. We voluntarily get to stay inside because there's no sun. We don't want the sun to touch us anyways. Have you ever had a sunburn? Have you ever looked like a human lobster? No? Then don't come at me, bro. Okay? But one of the more famous gingers is Louis C.K. And I do kind of feel for him because it's like, dude, you can be rich, powerful, successful, famous, all of these things. But if you got a fire crotch, you're still going to have to bring in your own audience. When you think about famous gingers, they're typically comedians. Because we're this, much, we're this close to being clowns as it is. In our natural state, we already look like a clown, basically. 
I mean, it's like Andrew Santino. Even though he has a, a, a no matter how much he, he, he brushes his hair or trims his beard, everybody's still not going to think he's handsome because he has a fire crotch. We know that. You can guarantee it. And when that's the case, it's a lot harder to, to convince somebody to be a sexual partner. All you got to do as a ginger is be. Just be. I, See, I'm just being, being a ginger, and people aren't fond of it, okay? I'm doing nothing, but you still don't like it. It's almost as if they expect us to do a trick. Hey, man, you got a, you got a flower that squirts water here? No? Now, speaking of weird people, furries, what are you doing? What are you doing? Because if we can be honest, all of the furries we've ever seen on television, in movies, whatever the case may be, it's like, we don't, you don't have to put on that dog costume for us to know that you're of the canine species, madam. You look like a dog already. You got the chin whiskers, okay? Even if I saw you in the grocery store, I would still assume she probably dresses up like a dog. She might pee in her backyard. <laughs> hey, Anne, why, why is all the grass dead in the back patio? Well, we know why. We know why, because you're dressing up like a dog. Because you're apparently so hideous as a human, you think that there's a benefit to you putting on a tail and ears. But like I said, you're already a dog. No need for the costume. We get it. But speaking of dogs, I actually had to hire a translator recently for my dog because I didn't understand a word he was saying. He'd say bark. I'd take him to the woods. He'd say woof. So I'd take him to the roof. He'd say rough. So I'd pull harder on his ears while I was fucking him. And now that we got this translator, he just wants to stop going to the roof. He's afraid of heights. So I know this joke is a little old in the sense of uh, this person's been long gone, but Subway, right? When it comes to Subway, it was so weird how, how they were trying to push that guy on us because he lost all that weight from eating only Subway. But have you met anyone else that just ate Subway and had the same results? Is there anyone that even tried? Because if we can be honest, I don't think Jared Fogle was really into footlongs like we think. And speaking of being in shape, the UFC is a big deal. A lot of people love mixed martial arts, and I get it. But I feel like it's too late in life for me to start training MMA. But I do want people to fear me as I walk down the street. So I want to get that cauliflower ear thing. But what I, instead of training, I just simply started rubbing my ear on my carpet every day for about two hours. It's going to start swelling up real nice here. And I'll never have to train, but everyone will assume that I do. Now, could you imagine a, a giant fat man with cauliflower ear? Would he eat it? Is that how it started with try to bite your ear? Right? That was a thing when I was in school. Hey, man, try to bite your ear. 
I think that started because there was just a fat guy who had cauliflower ear and he tried to get to it. Hey, if there's one thing a fat man will never have, it's cauliflower ear. A fat man will have crunch bar. Hey, what does a UFC, what does a UFC uh, veteran with cauliflower ear get after he's done fighting? Crunch bar ear. Elephant ear. I don't know. There's something there. I'll find it one day. And speaking of the UFC, a lot of these guys have nicknames. And I like a good nickname. But here's the deal. I hate when somebody comes up to me and he's like, Oh, my name's Chester Duckworth, but call me Dale. You're like, first of all, I'm going to call you Charles, Chester, or Chuck before I ever call you Dale. How'd you get to Dale anyways? From Chester Duckworth. How'd you get to Dale? And how is that better? How's that better? Like, I get when there's like a fat guy who calls himself Tiny. Fine. But if your name's Chester, and you choose a nickname, or you get a nickname, it should be relevant to the name you already got. It shouldn't be such a stretch where I have to be like, is this two people? Where's Dale? Where's Chester, Chuck, and Charles? <laughs> so many questions. But uh, recently my friend, uh, actually it was like last year, my buddy told me that he got a car. And he already had a car, which is fine. People should have cars. Wheels are good. Get you places faster. But when he told me he got this car, I thought, hey, man, he just went out and bought a car. Fine. Because it wasn't a nice car. <laughs> wasn't nice at all. Honestly, it looked like a dune buggy. It looked like somebody stripped the entire body off of a Dodge Neon and drove it through the desert. That's what it looked like. That's what it looked like. So when I see the car and he tells me how he got the car and what he got it for, I'm thinking, well, he's in a lot of trouble. Because he told me the car works. It drives. And if you see the car, the first thing you think is, who got the better end of the deal? The guys who got the car? Or the guys who got a case of beer for their car? Because if I was driving around, I don't know, a murder vehicle, and I needed to get rid of it somehow, put it on somebody else, you think I'm going to trade it for anything less than a case of beer? You're basically giving it away. Hey, man, free car. And the guy comes and checks it out. Oh, man, it's, I mean, it's a huge piece of shit car. What's with all the blood stains inside? Is that blood? <laughs> like, it's a fucking murder car. And when it comes to hiding evidence, that's the best way. And give it to a bunch of dummies. Hey, here's a car that we killed a bunch of people in, and you gave me a, a 36 case of Milwaukee's best. Enjoy the ride, gentlemen. Enjoy the ride. It's like five years from now, they're going to they're gonna have a forensic team in their garage. Like, here's the kill car. Here's the kill vehicle. They say it takes a lot of balls to do stand-up, which I agree with. It does take a lot to get on stage. But then again, if you're like me and you take speech class twice, not too hard. The hard part about being on stage isn't the fact people are looking at you. It's having good jokes. But they say it takes a lot of balls. Hey, man, you they don't say that your jokes are great. They say, hey, it takes a lot of balls to do what you did. Fine. The other saying people are commonly using now is big dick energy. And I don't know if that applies to stand-up comedy, but when I think about the originator, the OG of big dick energy, I feel it had to be P.T. Barnum. Because dressing like the nutcracker, hanging out with wild animals, 
and forcing people to come see your show in a tent that only smells like elephant shit and popcorn, that takes some big dick energy. That surely takes big dick energy. I mean, the guy, the guy was a showman and one of the original showmen. And he was hanging out with a bunch of oddballs as well. Or is that a carnival? Is a circus different than a carnival? What's different? There's no bearded lady? I don't know. I don't attend. I think I've been to one circus and honestly, it was in a tent. It was in this giant red and white tent and it's hot and muggy as well as full of poo. It smells like shit. I said elephant shit and popcorn, but really it's only shit. You don't really smell popcorn at all. It's disgusting. So speaking of somebody who is a showman and, and like, like the idea of the show and bringing people under a tent so you can inhale all the elephant methane, there's, there's definitely a lot of movies that I hate where somebody's walking down the street, they start singing a few lyrics, they might walk by like a construction site or a gym and people start following them and singing the song as well. Not only do they sing, they dance, they, and it's choreographed. It's not just, hey, I'm off in the corner dancing alone. No, we're dancing the same fucking steps together. We're in it together. We're do How did I know that you knew the same moves? How did you know that I did? I guess what I'm saying is, I'm not against walking down the street and singing in front of a, and, and singing in the hopes that people will start singing with me, because then it makes me realize I'm not as weird as I thought because we like the same music. But then I realized I don't really know what I would do with that much power. The power to bring people to song? Okay, I don't, what does one do with that much power? When you can make 75 people of all different variations sing the same song? That's too much power for me. I can't do it, can't handle it. I really don't have a place for this next joke, but I want to say it anyways, because I'm, I'm honestly curious, because it's science. I have to wonder, if somebody's killed by, a, by crows, is that a murder murder? Has to be. Has to be. I actually found out recently, and I found out really in a really weird way, that... You could be arrested in Chicago in 1974 for being ugly. Now let's recall what the 70s were like. Mostly ugly people. Mostly. Everyone's wearing tie-dye with long hair. Come on. It's probably why Chicago's a more bustling city today than it was in 74. Those ugly people finally realized, hey, if I cut my hair, no one even notices I'm hideous. But how weird is that? I mean, I feel like that it should still be in place. If you're ugly, stay inside. But also, if you're ugly, you know you're ugly. You're not going outside anyways. But to be arrested for being ugly? Could you imagine the jail? Could you imagine the jail? If there's a place where coronavirus could have started, it's in that circus. Carnival. Whatever it is. A jail full of ugly people that had to go outside is a carnival. It is the bearded lady, the strong man, the wolf boy. It's all of those things. Speaking of wolf boy, and I didn't mention mention it earlier, but imagine having an entire body full of hair, like from head to toe, forehead, eyebrow, all of this is hair. Now imagine it's red hair. Well, that guy's not going to live very long. 
Not because anyone's going to kill him, but because he's going to off himself. And he's going to do it in a weird way, too. He's probably going to make some... He's going to stick his, his two feet in uh, two metal pans and fill it up with concrete and fall into a river. Those are cement shoes, folks. Cement shoes, the most durable of shoes. Uh, that's just facts. It is a fact. When you think about cement shoes, there's no other shoe outlasting one made of cement. But also, you're not going to dunk. But maybe that is how you learn to dunk, trying to dunk with cement shoes on, because that's an extra 40 pounds, right? Give or take. I'm no scientist, but, you know, whatever. But imagine being covered in hair from head to toe and having to shave it, right? Like, not only do you have to shave your beard, you gotta shave your forehead, your your upper cheeks, your eyelids. <sighs> Sounds awful. I bet the five o'clock shadow on a wolf boy who had to shave his forehead, no good. I'm actually from a place in Indiana that is very well known for one thing, and uh, let's just say it's the most famous thing to blow through Indiana in a very long time, and it's simply called Palm Sunday. That's right. Two tornadoes, it was actually one tornado, which I believe was an F4, split into two and go straight down the street that I used to work on for many years. You know, just thankfully I wasn't there when it happened. Am I right? Air 5? Uh, but in all seriousness, it is a weird, a very weird place, and it is even weirder knowing that that is one of the things that we're most known f known for. They, in my neighborhood, there was an actual memorial for the Palm Sunday victims, and it had all the information about what happened. And every year, a news crew would come out uh, during the anniversary of Palm Sunday and hang out at the memorial. We 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 used to just smoke weed there, so it's different. It's very, it's different. Honestly, it's actually pretty obvious that no one knows people from Indiana because we're called Hoosiers. And the first part of that is who. I feel like when anybody ever, hey, do you know anybody from Indiana? Who? Who? Just turn into an owl for a second. So I'm going to end, uh, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go ahead and end this with... A joke that I feel is kind of outdated, but I have to bring it up, okay? So this is an obvious way to determine how different things are today. Because many years ago, when actors were just becoming a thing, or famous actors were becoming a thing, beloved actors were becoming a thing, one of the more famous names, Fatty Arbuckle. <laughs> yeah, a guy who was obviously a fat guy, because back then, nicknames didn't mean what they do today. It wasn't the opposite. You weren't a giant fat guy called Tiny. If you were a fat guy then, they called you a fat guy. Your name was Fatty. And he had to live all of his days being called Fatty. And that shows you how different the world is today, right? Because nobody, no one's going to accept being called Fatty, who's famous, just not a thing. But anyways, Fatty Arbuckle actually lost a lot of his fame when he was allegedly accused of killing a woman by rolling over on top of her. Now, obviously, that is a way you would die from a giant fat man have you been sleeping with him. But the unrecognition of a body being underneath your body is absurd. I don't care how fat you are. You're going to feel bones. 
but had his nickname been, I don't know, Slim, there's a good chance they would have never even accused him of rolling over on her. I guess my point is, most jokes are topical jokes, depending on when you're born. Thank you guys so much. You're beautiful. Okay, ladies and gentlemen, if you have made it far enough in this episode, you got to see about, I don't know, 40 minutes worth of comedy. You got to hear it. You didn't see nothing. But like I said, the videos are, the links to the videos are in the episode description. But continuing on, the final thing that I'm going to share with you here is I left it at the end because it's a vocal cover that I have done. It's a metal cover. It's unclean vocals. It's very heavy. Lots of breakdowns, very vicious vocals, and lyrics and music overall. And I want to share it with you because I'm just, I'm just trying to let you know I have these other skills. So if there's people out there listening to my podcast and they say, hey man, I could use you doing this or that, I want to make sure that you know that I can. So calling all musicians, if you want to start a band on the internet, I'm down to sing. But anyways, yeah, this last thing is just a cover of a song that I really enjoyed, and I did it a few years ago. Uh, maybe, yeah, two year, maybe two years ago. But nonetheless, still can do it. Not hard to do. But I put it at the end of this episode because I didn't want the fans that aren't into heavy music having to sit through it. But without further ado, Thy Art is Murder, Reign of Darkness, Vocal Cover. Okay, guys, so I just want to make sure that you're aware. I'm not going to be able to put the entire song in this video or in this uh, podcast. I don't know why I keep messing up on that. Um, so what I'm going to do here is I'm just going to give you a couple different snippets of it. So that way you're aware as to what it is. And if you want to see the whole thing, the link to it is in this description. As I've said three times now. So click on it. Come see what I look like when I do this type of thing. I go crazy. And it's also an actual music video. Pretty sweet. Okay, guys, that's uh, that's today's episode. I hope I did my best to entertain you with those three different things. I hope you laughed at some of those jokes because you know what? No matter what anybody thinks, there's somebody out there that's laughing at all this shit. And that's me. <laughs> so if you don't like it, at least I know that I'm enjoying it and I'm having a good time doing it. So with that being said, I do hope and I know for a fact there's somebody out there that's enjoying it. And if you did, hit up Glitch Fredberg on all social media. Contact me at murderpod at gmail.com 
and we'll be in touch. As always, I'm Patrick Michael. Until next time.